Alright, welcome back to Priest Pep Talks, my friends. It has been about a month, a little over a month since I sat down and talked to you guys, so I hope that you've all been doing really well. My apologies for not posting, um, uh, posting anything sooner. It's been a very busy couple of weeks and there's been a lot going on. Um, so I really do appreciate those of you that have stuck around and are listening to this today, whatever day that you're listening to this. Um, I'm back and I have some things that I want to share with you guys. Um, I think in my last episode I talked about, it was just a very casual kind of conversation and that's kind of what today is going to be like as well. I know I promised you guys that I would be doing an episode on sustainability because that's something that... I'm really passionate about and that episode is definitely coming. It will likely be coming out sometime next week, if not the week before. I've already planned it out for the most part and I have like all my notes made and everything. I just want to do a little bit more research. Um, I have a couple of documentaries lined up that I want to watch that kind of discuss sustainability and like um, sustainability and consumerism. Um, so I, I want to watch those documentaries so that I'm able to talk about that with you guys. Um, so please keep an eye out for that and look forward to that. But anyway, um, it's been such a... I know it hasn't been like crazy long, it's been like a month, but it's felt kind of weird not sitting down and recording anything. Um, I've really grown to really love doing this podcast and I love just sitting and recording, I love editing. I love planning podcast episodes and I have quite a few like I I spent a day a couple of weeks ago where I just planned out a bunch of episodes. I just didn't record them yet, so they are coming. Um today is kind of going to be kind of like a part 2 to an episode that I made a couple of months ago or maybe not even a couple months ago. I think it might have been like a month and a half ago, maybe 2 months ago. Um, where I kind of just opened up about how I was feeling and I talked a little bit about um, imposter syndrome and like burnout Um, I was talking, I got like really personal with you guys in that episode I think, I don't remember exactly what I titled it but I I think it's, it's the episode that I say where the title has like it's a mess in it somewhere because it was really messy and I think it is it is one of my most listened to episodes so um if you don't know what I'm talking about I definitely think that you guys should give that episode a listen first if you haven't already before listening to this one um so this is kind of just going to be like a part two I wasn't planning to talk about this type of stuff again uh not for a while but something I don't want to say something has happened but it's just I need to get a couple things off my chest um but before we get into that i have um some recent favorites that i want to share with you guys one of them is brownies there is a bakery that um that i visit basically every week that i go to the farm on the weekends there's a bakery very close by to the farm that i volunteer at and we've been getting a lot of our like bread and bagels and like our breakfast items from there and they make really good brownies um i do believe that they are vegan and i've just been loving them they taste so 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 good and i i honestly was never really a brownie person before but these ones are just amazing they're incredible 
My second favorite has been um, the Voice Hugs podcast by Rowena Tsai and her friend Vivian. I'm not sure what Vivian's last name is, but their podcast is called Voice Hugs. Um, and both of their, their, I follow Rowena on YouTube as well. She does have a YouTube channel and she is just like the best big sister advice. And she's so like, she's so very well spoken and even Vivian too. I don't know too much about Vivian, but they're both very well spoken and they both have like such soft demeanors and soft, they're very soft spoken and it's just nice listening to them talk. Um, so I definitely encourage, if you like the content that I put out, put out in my podcast, then I highly encourage you um, to check out Voice Hugs by Rowena and Vivian because they have some really good content. I think they, they don't have a lot of episodes because I think they might have just started like not too long ago. Um, I think Rowena might even have her own like individual podcast where it's just her. The Voice Hugs one is specifically her and her friend Vivian. Um, but I really recommend that you check it out if you're interested. My third recent favorite has been... What is it I was going to say? I don't have any notes today, by the way. So like, if I say um more than I usually do, I know that I say it a lot even in my more scripted... Not scripted, but like when I have a more well-thought-out planned podcast. So I, I literally don't have any notes for you today other than other than like my favorites and then weekly highs and weekly lows which i'll get into next but my third favorite has just been daffodils um we had someone deliver daffodils it was one of my mom's friends that bought her daffodils for her birthday it was last month and they just are so pretty and they smelled so good like they lasted a really long time too because it was like a bouquet and they lasted about three weeks i think I don't even know if that's considered a long time, but I remember the whole house just smelled so nice when we had those flowers just sitting in our living room and they were really pretty. They might be my new favorite flower. And lastly, the last favorite that I have for you guys is Seventeen's music. Um, I know that I told you guys about going to Five Seconds of Summer's concert next month, which I can confirm I am going to see Five Seconds of Summer next month. Um, at Budweiser stage in Toronto. I am going by myself, um, which I've never gone to a concert by myself. I've never really gone to um, Toronto by myself, like ever, so it should be interesting. Um, but Seventeen also announced a world tour. Um, they released an, a new album in May, I think it was end of May, so it's been a couple weeks. Um, but they are coming to Toronto for like the first time ever and I think they're also going to Vancouver and I really want to go see them just because I've been listening to them a lot and I really like their music. Um, I don't know like um, all the members names yet. There's 13 members in Seventeen and I thought I knew all of their names but like I I tried to go through and um, it's been a while like I, I tried to go through and see if I could name all of them but I think I have forgotten a couple of their names so I need to go back and like learn all their names and um, that one I think I will be going with a friend I'm not entirely sure yet because I literally just asked her like would you be willing to come with me to a concert um, and it's not until September like beginning of September and it's on a Saturday too so like it works out because I won't be working that day um, so yeah, 
really, I've been really enjoying Seventeen and their music. As for my weekly highs and weekly lows, um, or not, I get not even like weekly highs, I guess, because it's been like a month since I talked to you. But I feel like May has just been a very good month for me. Um, I've been having really good days at the clinic that I'm volunteering at. I have been gaining a lot more confidence, I think, and I, I feel like my relationship with the other technician that I work with, as well as the veterinarian that I work with, has really um, improved and strengthened over the last couple months. I started volunteering there in January, and I just feel like we are able to just craft jokes with each other, and we're able to just talk about things with each other and encourage each other, and I, I love that type of relationship that I have with them and they're both very encouraging like the the technician that I work with is around the same age as I am she also wants to be a veterinarian and then the veterinarian himself is also very very encouraging and I will be talking a little bit more about my experience there because this whole episode is going to be another personal one and like I said it's just going to be a part two to that first one that I published a, a few months ago about feeling burnt out and dealing with criticism and stuff like that um but yeah that has been i think that's just been it i just feel like i think overall i feel like i'm making more progress and i'm finally starting to feel like my life is coming together the way that i want it to we are halfway through this new year and i think so far 2022 has been really good for the most part i would say i feel like i have changed not changed but i feel like i've accomplished a lot in the first six months the first half of this year whereas in 2020 and even in 2021 i felt very stagnant and so the past six months have been really good because i finally feel like i've picked myself back up after um kind of feeling a bit lost and just falling out falling off the rails over the last two years and i finally feel like I'm back on track with my life and things are finally starting to work out for me. Things are finally starting to look up for me. So that's what it's been feeling like for me. Um, Weekly lows, I have a couple of weekly lows. Um, I know I just said that May has been a really good month, but at the same time, with everything that's happening, everything has also been really overwhelming. And I will get into this like later on. The first weekly low or not weekly low i keep saying weekly when it's not actually weekly the first low that i have to talk to you guys about is just i don't even know like i don't know how to put this because it was just really shocking to hear this so last week i came home from work and i turned on the tv like to the news channel and one of the headlines was that this music teacher at a high school in Oakville had been charged with possession of child pornography. Um, And the news, the headline had included the name of this teacher and it happened to be the music teacher that I had during high school. Um, This was the music teacher that I had for all four years of high school. He was my band conductor. I took music class with him. And, you know, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just remember being very shocked and I was in disbelief. 
I immediately messaged one of my friends from high school who was very invested in our school's music department even more than I was and she's one of my best friends from high school and we kind of talked about it a bit. We just talked about how like we didn't really know what to think or how to process it because this music teacher wasn't just a teacher like he was someone that I feel like I really personally knew and a lot of us really felt like we personally knew. He's known me since I was in grade 9 and I had him like pretty much every year because he was our he was the head of our music department and our music department was actually really really good. We we always went to like music festivals and stuff. We went to band competitions and we always 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 did really really well. Like people knew that our music department was one of the best music departments. Um and like all of the success and like the reason why our music department is so good is because of this person. And he's just a very, like, he really makes you not only a better musician, but he helps you gain confidence as a musician. And that's something that I really struggled with when I first started in grade 9. I, I'm i a flute player, I've mentioned this before. Um, I started playing the flute when I was in grade 6, and I played it all throughout middle school, and then I also played it all throughout high school. Um, but in high school, I really just did not feel very confident as a musician. I did not feel confident in my ability to play the flute. And he really played a big, big role in helping me um, become confident in my playing. Not only just like with the technicality of playing the flute, but just feeling good about myself and feeling proud of the fact that I'm a musician. Um, even though it's not something I ever aspired to make a career out of, he was a really big inspiration to me and he's been an even bigger inspiration to so many people that I went to school with, like the friend that I talked to you guys about. Um, and it was just really disheartening to hear that he has been charged for something like that and obviously we don't know what is going on. All we know is that an investigation is being carried out and we don't know if we'll ever get details of what happens but it was just really shocking and disturbing. So that was one of my more recent lows. The other one actually just happened about a day ago now. Um, I'm gonna give you guys another warning. I'm gonna be talking a lot about BTS in this episode just because um, I don't really know how to explain it, but BTS is very relevant to what I'm going to be discussing and in fact, this next thing that I'm going to tell you is about them and is actually what prompted me to talk about this with you guys today for this week's episode. Um, so on June 10th, so literally like less than a week ago, um, BTS released an album, an anthology album called Proof and an anthology album i don't really know what exactly what it means but it's kind of like a compilation album but it's also like an album where it just showcases some of the best kind of work and like kind of just shows off their entire discography um lots of really well-known artists have anthology albums i believe michael jackson has one um and you know there's a lot of really well-known well-admired artists that have an album like this and BTS just released one and they also released three new songs including a title song called Yet To Come um, as along with two other songs that are on the album and so this all happened last week and 
if you're not into k-pop then you might not really understand and i don't think any of you listening to this are k-pop fans and i actually don't really know but if you are you probably will understand this if not that's totally fine um but whenever a group a k-pop group or anyone in k-pop has new music coming out it's a really big deal and their fandoms really take it seriously and there's all this excitement leading up to their comeback as people will call them like this group is having a comeback whenever some a group announces that they're releasing new music we call it a comeback and so bts being the biggest k-pop group at the moment there was a lot of hype going around with this comeback um and bts is a very well-known artist i would say and i think they've really skyrocketed in popularity they've been really big for quite some time now but i would say over the last two years um not that i really have a place to say this because it's, it hasn't even been a full two years since i started listening to them and i discovered them but they have really skyrocketed over the last two years especially because they have released their first couple of all english songs as in the past most of their songs have either been um mostly korean um with some english in the songs or japanese so that's that and bts is also um a nine-year-old group they literally just celebrated their nine-year anniversary on monday so it's been two days um but yesterday i came home from work and i had gone upstairs to change out of my scrubs and i had come downstairs and the tv was on because my brother was at home and he was watching the news and right as i walk past the tv i hear um like a snippet of bts's song dynamite play on the news channel so like i whip my head around and the news anchor basically says you know something along the lines of nine-year-old bts has decided that they are going to be taking a break to focus on solo work and honestly i don't really know what my reaction was because like uh like i said like it's hard it's going to be hard for you to understand if you're not a k-pop fan but I think when people hear about bands um, going solo, they all assume like that they're like breaking up and like they're basically done um, producing music together. And so there was all this like chaos happening yesterday night, um, and there it was like everyone was talking about it. Everyone like on Twitter was talking about it. Everyone on Instagram was talking about it. YouTube people made like. They, what BTS did is every year when it's their anniversary, they do like this. They they kind of sit down and they like eat together and they drink together and they kind of reflect on their past year. And so every year they release like this hour long video on their YouTube channel on their anniversary. And so they had said it in this year's anniversary video that they were going to be taking a break from group activities and focusing more on solo promotions for the next little while they didn't give us like a timeline or anything but um they were very emotional like i think almost all of the bts members also i think all seven of them were very emotional um there was a lot of like crying that happened um my neighbor yujin i've mentioned her a couple of times already but 
she FaceTimed me last night and she was in tears as well just because she she has been a BTS fan since like before before they ever like rose to fame in the western part of the world um her being from Korea and like being born and raised in Korea she has been a fan of BTS since their debut which was in 2013 and so she was like she was kind of a mess yesterday and so we were just talking about them and even now like I it's only it hasn't been a full two years for me but I remember like I just I saw the the headline on the news and I I didn't really know what to think because something else that I've kind of been questioning is whether I associate myself with the BTS fandom or not a lot of you might know what stan standing is like when you stan a group or like you stan something and it doesn't just apply to k-pop you can stan like numerous things it could be like books or movies or like sports teams and i've never really been a part of a fandom i've never really been a part of stan culture in fact i didn't even know what standing culture was until i got into k-pop and i definitely like don't really follow any of the k-pop groups that i listen to to the extent that a lot of other people do and i'm not saying that to like sound quirky or anything i just genuinely like i'm not a twitter person i've mentioned this before and a lot of k-pop discourse happens on twitter um a lot of it also happens on tiktok and i i've literally never had a tiktok account ever in my life and i don't plan on getting it anytime soon um, I do go on Instagram and that's kind of where I get most of my updates. Um, but BTS um, is the group, the K-pop group at least, that I feel like I know the most about. Just because they, I feel like they are probably at the top of my list in terms of favorite K-pop groups. Um, you guys know, like I, I literally just told you guys about going to see Seventeen. Seventeen is a K-pop group. Um, I've mentioned Monster X. Other groups I listen to are G Idol, Twice, Dreamcatcher, and Hypen, Tomorrow by Together, um, G Friend. I lis- I've been listening to like I listen to quite a number of different groups. Shiny, for example, I was listening to them. Um, but anyway, BTS is the group that I feel like I consume the most content for and it's gonna be hard, like I- I've already said this a couple times now, but if you're not a K pop fan then you might not understand what i mean by content but the thing is like in k-pop it's not just about the music a lot of it has to do with the artist fan relationship and if you ask me as someone who listens to a lot of different musicians both korean musicians indian musicians french musicians and um canadian american and english all your western musicians I would say that BTS and their fan base, which is called ARMY, has the best relationship. Um, And I say that because you really do feel like you're a part of something. And I know that there's a lot of discourse in terms of, you know, K-pop and people's perceptions about K-pop. Like, outsider perceptions of K-pop and BTS and the fandoms and stuff which i'm not going to get into this is this podcast isn't about k-pop it's just i think that 
what BTS announcing that they're going to be taking a break from group activities and focusing on their solo work is relevant to what I have been talking to you about. Um, so to put it short and sweet, um, like I said, BTS is a nine-year-old group. They have been making music since 2013, and the K-pop, and I would say that like not even just the K-pop music industry, but I think the entertainment industry as a whole is very saturated, and there's a lot of really high expectations placed on people, especially people who are really like at the top, like people like um, Taylor Swift has talked about stuff like this, um, Lady Gaga, um, even people like Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, um, things like that. But the main reason that they that BTS has made this decision to kind of take a break from doing group work and doing more solo stuff is because they feel burnt out and tired and really exhausted from what they've been doing and if you know anything about k-pop or bts you will know that a lot of k-pop groups and i would say like i don't i don't want to make k-pop seem like this really bad thing because people have really negative perceptions regarding the k-pop and idol industry um idol in this case um is what we call like celebrities people in korea will call them idols um but they really have not been given a proper long enough break um since their debut they've had you know really short breaks where they get a couple months off or a couple weeks off but it's very common for people like to in k-pop to release new music every couple of months whereas i feel like in the western music industry which isn't in my opinion like people debate over which music industry is better and like healthier to be a part of if you ask me either like neither one is good i think both music industries are really really bad in their own different ways it's just that i've noticed that it's an expectation for a lot of k-pop groups to produce new music new albums more than once a year whereas in the american music industry the western music industry it is common for a lot of people to take you know two three years off in between album releases um so this is really big news for bts because they've never taken a break since 2013 and they're not old they're in most of them are in their mid-20s mid to late 20s a couple in the 30s the youngest member is 24 the oldest member will be turning 30 this december so they're not they're not old at all um and the fact that they're so young still and they've been doing this for nine years they've been doing this literally since they were kids um so i think it was just the fact that they talked a lot about burnout and the fact that they are so big um they have a lot of pressure put on them. People like to call them the pride of South Korea, which I definitely think they are, but I think that's a really, really high kind of expectation to have on them. Like one slip up and everybody's on their case. And even now, like um, people are always twisting their words. People are always talking about them, whether it's 
saying good things about them or bad things. People always have something to say. And I think they just are a little bit tired and are exhausted and are feeling a bit burnt out. They kept making it clear. Like, this wasn't like an announcement where um, a lot of the time K-pop groups, when they go on these breaks it's usually the company that they're under that puts out some type of statement saying that they're going to be taking a break or that they're going to be breaking up as a group or disbanding but what i really think is unique about bts is that they didn't get their company to put out a statement they like had this whole hour-long video on their anniversary day and then talked about all of their reflections and their feelings and you know they were very vulnerable in this video a lot of them teared up um, they've always been very open, I think, with armies and their fandom. Um, so the fact that it was they themselves, like the BTS members themselves, that made that announcement and were the ones to deliver the news, I think is just unique for the K-pop industry because you don't really get that. And they kept on saying, like, you know, don't think of this as a disbandment. Like, they kept saying, like, we're not disbanding. We're not breaking up as a group. Like, we're going to come back together at some point as BTS. And we have, like, they, they literally said, like, we're going to come back and we have plans to, like, we're already working on stuff to come back as seven members, as a whole group um, in the future. But right now, we just need a break from being together. And they talked a lot about how, like, they had been living together for like more than 10 years in like the same apartment or whatever and now they all have like their own separate places but they all like come and visit each other and stuff like that um and so i know a lot of people have been comparing them to other boy bands especially a lot of like older western boy bands such as one direction um backstreet boys things like that um and I mean, I'm I'm not going to speak too much about these other boy bands because, to be honest, I don't really know much about One Direction. I know that they, like, broke up or whatever and, like, well, actually, I don't even know if they broke up. I think they even, like, they themselves also said, like, One Direction's on, like, a break, but they haven't, like, disbanded. But, like, it's been a couple of years. Um, but the BTS members, like, like I said, you're not going to understand unless you know BTS and you follow them. They really are the type of people to keep their word and they don't like hate each other um they literally just kept saying that they felt tired because they haven't had a break and people are always talking about them people you know with that level of fame people are going to always have things to say about you and it gets to your head sometimes it really does start to affect you and it takes a toll on your mental well-being takes a toll on your ability to keep producing and keep working and that's something else that they talked about is how like they're expected to keep succeeding and succeeding and succeeding because their careers while I don't want to say it's been all positive they have really reached like a very high level of success for a k-pop band um and I think they're starting to kind of see the negative sides and like the price that all that success has um like despite all of the good things despite all the success sometimes the success does take a toll on you and i think that's really what they're trying to say and they they've literally made like jokes about like oh we want to be 
BTS up until like we're like old and no longer like physically able to perform anymore. Um, they have all like they say it all the time how they want to be BTS and still perform as a band when they're like old. But I think some this is this is all stuff that they have said in interviews and stuff like that, and even like in all of their behind the scenes stuff that they do. Um, they have said that they want to keep going, like they want BTS to last a long time, they really want their band to have longevity. But something that they said in this video where they shared this news of them taking a break as a group, they said, you know, we need time to ourselves if we want to keep being BTS. Basically, like, if we want to, if we want BTS to last forever, then we need to take a break from being BTS for now because we can't keep doing this forever um, without any breaks in between. And so I think they're definitely experiencing a lot of different emotions and I think things have been really hard for them um, because people have been talking a lot about them. You know, people start rumors about them. They're constantly facing a lot of hate and racism for their ethnicity. Um, people, like even within K-pop, there are lots of people that just think that they are done. People that just don't like them and don't like the fact that they're so successful as this happens this happens to like a lot of celebrities where they reach a level of success and people start calling them overrated or you know things like this but it's so much more worse for them because they are artists that are from a minority group they are asian artists um that english isn't their first language they sing primarily in korean which is their mother tongue and so i just think that they have been under a lot of pressure um a couple of the members even mentioned that it's been getting hard for them to put out like good lyrics and I think maybe they're experiencing some writer's block um, but I think overall the reason for it is that they feel really burnt out and they some of them have mentioned feeling saying like they don't know who they are outside of BTS and that BTS is not their identity but rather BTS is just something that is a part of them but is not them as a whole if that makes sense so i guess they're just trying to rediscover who they are as individuals so that they can continue being bts because it has been nine really long years for them and because they want to keep going because they want to keep being bts and keep performing as a band they really like in order for them to have that longevity and in order for them to be BTS long term they need to take a break now so that they can continue doing it and the reason why I'm telling you guys all of this um is because we've talked about this before we've talked about things like burnout before we've talked about things like losing your way and having really high expectations and like being expected to succeed all the time and the toll that success has on you I talked about all of this in the really messy episode that I produced a couple months ago for you guys. Um, I really do encourage you to go listen to that despite it being super messy and long and boring. Um, it just makes more sense. And I think... I just... I, I watched the video that they posted yesterday where they shared this news of their break. And I just remember thinking like, you know, I totally understand... I know, like, obviously I don't know what it's like to be BTS. 
I don't know what it's like to be a K-pop idol. I don't know what it's like to have the level of success and fame that they do and the pressures that they are always under, both by their home country and also their fans and people outside of it always talking badly about them. Um, but I know what it's like to feel really burnt out. I know what it's like to question whether you're making the right choices or not and to feel pressure to continue to succeed. Um, in the episode that I said was really messy where I opened up about the criticism that I was experiencing and the burnout that I was experiencing, I shared um, something that I read. It was some, It was a quote from an interview that was done by one of the bts members his name is jungkook i've mentioned him a couple times now um but there was something in one of the interviews that um he said that really really stuck out to me and i I don't want to say that i saw this coming for them um a lot of people have been saying that they saw this coming just because their whole like new album that they released last week kind of hinted at them like they've been talking about like starting a new chapter and their new song is called yet to come and they basically in the music video like they reflect on all of their past work and like there was like little hints at old music video stuff and it's just really sweet if you've been part of their fan base and been following them since then but they keep talking about this new era like they're saying goodbye to one chapter in their life and now saying hello to something new and so i think a lot of what they're doing right now is reflecting reflecting on the success that they've had over the last nine years and i think i think all of the members are very modest um the reason i say this is because a lot of the times like they do a lot of behind the scenes stuff where they will they have like a youtube channel where they post like the behind the scenes of them like filming music videos them getting ready for like attending con or not concerts award shows or preparing for their own concerts um they do behind the scenes of a lot of their photo shoots and i was watching this one behind the scenes video of them basically going to the american music awards that happened in december of last year so it's been about seven months and two of the members are just like sitting in like this car and they're on their way to like the red carpet to the venue where the american music awards were being held and one of the members just goes like you know we're not celebrities and they they it's not the first time that they've said that and i know that they don't really consider themselves to be celebrities but i feel like hearing them say things like that and the fact that they don't consider themselves to be celebrities or the fact that they are always so surprised that they have so much support i think they feel like they're underdogs even though they're not because they are seniors they are an older group um, there's a lot of newer groups now in K-pop, and BTS is definitely a bit on the older side now. Um, and the fact that they just don't consider themselves to be celebrities when they are probably one of the top artists, top groups right now in the music industry, both the Korean music industry as well as the Western music industry. Um, 
So I just feel like they are all definitely perfectionists. Um, and like I said, you won't understand unless you actually follow them, which is understandable. Um, but it just breaks my heart sometimes. Like they really do have an amazing story, I think. And I won't get into the details of where they come from and stuff and like how BTS came to be because I think that's something that you would have to research on your own if you're interested. Um, but I found the quote here from the interview that I was talking to you about, the, the magazine interview that Jungkook did. And I, I shared this line with you before in a couple of episodes back. Um, but this, the first thing, so this part over here, I'm going to say it out loud, is Butter has been at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart for six weeks straight. Um, so this was, this interview was done, I think, a year ago. And so the line that I just read to you was the line that was said by the interviewer. And now I'm going to read out to you what Jungkook's response was. And he says, I was never attached to rankings. But as good as it is, and as happy as I am since we've kept getting records since Dynamite, it also feels like a burden. Um, and then this next part is also what the interviewer says. And it's, is it because you've been successful beyond anything you could have ever imagined? And Jungkook's reply is, sort of. A huge number of people have given me recognition, so I've been going along thinking I have to work harder. But even, but we did even better with butter than with dynamite. So I think I end up feeling weighed down. That's what I'm like. BTS is an amazing team, but maybe my problem is that I'm not able to keep up with BTS. And so this whole interview like just really shows that Jungkook is a perfectionist, and like he literally says that he feels like burdened by the fact that he has to keep doing better and better. Like they keep breaking all these records. Um, they keep succeeding and they keep going up to higher levels and I think at some point like it becomes a burden because you're like oh well now that we're producing something new we have to break another record or we have to be even better than the last thing that we produced and that can be really tiring and it's not a realistic expectation to have and I think people really expect them to be better than like they expect them to only ever get better and no one's life is like that no one's career is a straight line up the whole life as a roller coaster thing really applies here because you know no like everyone's life has ups and downs everyone's career has ups and downs and i think people expect bts to only ever go up and if they don't break another record or if the next new album or the next new single isn't as good as the last one or it doesn't do as well in terms of the numbers as the previous one then people will call them failures like even after the grammys like they they have been nominated for two grammys so far and neither time they won and there were already like articles like even in canada where i'm from i live you know however many hours away from south korea people call them failures there were news articles being published the day after in Canada where they were calling BTS failures for not winning a Grammy. Um, so I can't imagine how much, you know, how much people were talking about them in their home country in South Korea and how many people 
expect them to win or expect them to keep getting better when it's not realistic for their careers to always go up. So I think that expectation has really weighed them down. And even in like the video that they posted yesterday about taking the break, they kept like apologizing saying like sorry like if we let you guys down for taking a break or they were really worried about disappointing their fans for taking a break and like literally they were literally almost all of them were crying like at least i think at least five of them cried i think there was only two that really didn't but five of them cried and a couple of them just kept saying sorry and um rm who is the leader of the group said something the lines of like i feel guilty for taking a break i feel guilty for um you know saying that it's been hard or saying that we've been struggling or saying that you know we're tired when we shouldn't be because people expect us to keep going and like he just broke down into tears and it just really like i don't know it broke my heart a little and the reason why i'm telling you guys all this is because these are all feelings that i think we all experience and i've talked about this i talked about this all in in a lot of my episodes i've talked about burnout i've talked about being weighed down or burdened by the expectations that either other people have on you or the ones that you have on yourselves and sometimes it does get to be a bit too much they talked about feeling lost and feeling like they didn't really know what message they wanted to give out to their fans and their music anymore um because if you don't know bts's music is very lyrical and it's very well thought out they talk a lot about really deep you know societal issues and they express that in their music and so the fact that they've been struggling to kind of gather their thoughts and put them into their into their craft i think just shows that creative burnout is a thing and writer's block is a thing and you need to take breaks you need to take breaks from your passion um i talked a lot about this in my episode where I was telling you guys about the criticism and I was telling you guys about like how I felt after finishing undergrad and I felt really burnt out after undergrad and part of me still kind of is and I think I've mentioned this before I never really felt proud it's been more than a year now since I got my degree and I graduated and everyone has been congratulating me like especially like those first couple of months after it was all over it was just really hard for me to feel proud of the fact that I had graduated and feel proud of the work that I had put in because it was four long years and my last year of undergrad you guys probably know by now I did almost entirely online because of the pandemic and so it's been really hard it's just been really hard for me to accept the fact that that's over that chapter of my life is over and it was hard like i i feel like i've just been selling myself short because i don't feel like i actually worked all that hard and i feel like i didn't deserve the degree i didn't deserve all the congratulations that people were saying to me after i graduated because i feel like i didn't work as hard as i could have and that's exactly what bts has been talking about and that's exactly what i mean by bts is modest because they always say like we need to be better, we need to be better, we need to work harder. But then they never actually, you know, they're not giving themselves enough credit for all the accomplishments that they already have. And the fact that they are so big and the fact that they've had to overcome so much 
adversity and so many obstacles, I don't think that they give themselves enough credit for what they've already done in the past nine years. And that's what I meant. Like they, they expect them, people expect them to keep getting better and better. And they keep talking about being getting better and better. And I said this in the last episode too, where it's okay to want to improve yourself and want to get better, but there comes a point where you're so hyper-focused on becoming better that you don't actually realize when you have made progress. You know, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this in the right way, but sometimes I think we're too focused on improving that we don't actually realize when the improvement has actually been made and we don't realize when the progress has been made. We don't realize when we do actually become better. And I think that's something that BTS struggles with. And I don't want to put words into their mouth or anything. And BTS is one of those groups where people will twist their words a lot. And something else that one of the members said was like, please like only listen to like the words that we're saying in this video. Like don't listen to what anybody else says. We're not disbanding. We're not breaking up. Please like take our word for what we're saying. Like don't don't go on Twitter and listen to what people are saying. Only like listen to our words because we're not like we're being honest with you and I think that that shows that they know like they they don't really talk about it a lot but I think they know that people talk about them talk about them in really poor ways and negative ways they know that people will twist their words and make things seem like they're not the way they actually are and I've already seen it like people are already headlining that BTS is disbanding BTS are breaking up and stuff like that and that's not true. And honestly, oh my god, I need to tell you guys this. This is so cute and this warms my heart. Um, I didn't really sleep all that well last night. Not because of this, but I there was other things going on, which I'm not going to talk about. But um, this morning at around 10 o'clock, Jungkook, the member that I was just reading out the interview quotes from, he did a live stream and he basically was like, I came on here to like thank you guys for your support. Um, because like they were all really worried about people's reactions and their fans' reactions to them taking this break. And then he goes to say, like, I just want to clarify that we're not like disbanding. Like we have no plans of breaking up as a group. We're just taking a break to focus on ourselves. And then once we have healed and once we have, you know, overcome the struggles that we're facing right now, like we'll be back. Um, and I just think like he's definitely that type of person that really like they all really love their fans but for me Jungkook is the guy that just he really like makes it his responsibility to comfort his fans and to you know like just be there for them he's really sweet like if he's just very sweet like it's hard not to fall in love with him like he's I definitely have developed a bit of a crush on him and I hate myself for it but like He's just really sweet, and I think he's the sweetest member out of, like, they're all very sweet, and I love all of them, but, like, Jungkook has a very, like, I'm I'm soft for him. That's embarrassing to say, but anyway. Um, he, like, went on this live stream, basically, because he saw that people were freaking out on online. People were tweeting about them, like, oh my god, they're breaking up, they're disbanding, and people were crying, people were really upset, people were very confused. Um, because obviously they're a very global group and not like they spoke in Korean in this video um, that they were announcing this news 
and so there was some mistranslations i think when like the english translations came out and so people were just very upset people were speculating a lot basically people were just speculating and he just came on his live stream to just you know get to you know debunk all the misinformation that was being spread about them and basically just to confirm that they're not making any plans to like split up as a group and i don't know i think that's really sweet i think that a lot of the things that they face i don't want to say like i face them too because like i said like obviously i'm not in the same situation as them my situation is very different but burnout is something that so many people have been facing a lot lately and especially like young people i think we've been through a lot over the last couple of years like even before the pandemic i know we've been talking a lot about burnout and stress and stuff like that ever since covid started but like all of these issues with burnout and having really high expectations for yourself and like uncertainty and things like that these are all issues that we've had long before the pandemic ever started it's just when covid hit a lot of these things became a lot worse and harder to deal with and so i read this tweet online this morning where it was like join like let's like props to anybody else who's around the same age as bts like being in their 20s who are trying to figure out themselves and trying to figure life out because that's essentially what it is like the whole i know it sounds very cliche and cheesy but like finding yourself finding your way is exactly what i think the best way to describe what it is that they're going through and what i'm going through i felt very confused um much of university i would say i'd say especially like for me it all started in second year when it's kind of hard to explain because there's a lot to it and i've i as much as i have said in the past episodes that i've been trying to open up to you guys um you guys really don't know like the whole story like i i don't know if i ever will share like in immense detail exactly what all of this is and exactly what i've experienced but i definitely feel like i've been changing a lot and i doubted myself a lot especially in fourth year um something that really happened i i might have mentioned it but i was at this vet clinic early in third year up until the start of fourth year and i left i left that clinic because i absolutely hated it there and they made me working there really made me doubt whether i wanted to be a veterinarian working there made me feel stupid because a lot of the people that i work with were very belittling and discouraged me a lot um especially like my boss my boss told me that this was the wrong profession for me that this was the wrong job for me and something that i was really struggling with up until the end of january up until right before i started volunteering at the new clinic that i'm at um was am i actually meant to be a veterinarian am i actually meant to go down this path and go to vet school because i didn't want to take what my previous boss said to me to heart but i was this is the most that i've ever doubted myself like i did not know if i was making the right decision to pursue veterinary medicine because i didn't know if it was the right thing for me and it was something that like it was a lot of 
it created a lot of inner turmoil for me, a lot of inner conflict, and I kept going back and forth. I was like, what if I'm making the wrong decision? What if I'm making a mistake? What if things not working out at my old clinic was all like a sign for me to give up and pursue something different? And I felt very confused because I spent a lot of time working towards vet school. I took a lot of classes that were geared towards preparing for vet school applications. And, you know, it wasn't the very first animal hospital that I was at. I've been at two other clinics before the third one, and I'm currently at my fourth one. Um, so I just felt like if I give up on this, like I would have wasted like all those years and it doesn't, I know it doesn't feel like a long time, but I, the first, I was 16 years old when I first started getting veterinary experience, or I think I might have been 17. Yeah, I was 17 years old. I, the first time I ever got veterinary experience was at my, at the, at the time, my dog's veterinarian. I did a two month long internship there and I was 17 years old when I kind of decided to try to pursue veterinary medicine as a profession and I've been working on it ever since then I chose the university um I chose the University of Guelph which is where I graduated from because they have a vet school there that's where I did my undergrad and fourth year was a really difficult time for me I mean things were difficult before that but after that job at the veterinary clinic that I was at before I really doubted myself and I really struggled to I really struggled to understand myself and I think BTS BTS came into like I, I got into BTS around the same time that all of this was happening I got into BTS in July of 2020 and I started my fourth year in September of 2020 and I left my job at that veterinary hospital in October of 2020 so a lot of these things happened at the same time and something that BTS fans will say is you know we all became armies at the right moment like BTS comes into your life at the right moment when you most need them and I think that's true I think that I got into BTS at the right time because I did need to learn and BTS does teach you a lot of things as stupid and cliche as that sounds for a boy band but like I said, they have a very strong message, they have a very big impact, and they stand for a lot of really positive things. And the fact that they're experiencing similar emotions as I've been experiencing over the last little while, I don't want them to experience those emotions because they're very painful emotions and they're not, you know, positive emotions. They're very negative, feeling confused, feeling lost, feeling like you don't really know where you're headed anymore. And, you know, needing to slow down and take a break. And that's something else that I wanted to talk about. Um, I kind of mentioned it already, how K-pop is very fast-paced and how the entertainment industry as a whole is very fast-paced. And how, like, in K-pop, it's very common for groups and artists to release more than one album per year, which is crazy because sometimes people, like, will go years without it. But... It's very common when a group, a K-pop group says that they're taking a break, that they're actually going to be splitting up soon, or that they're going to be slowing down, so they're not going to be releasing as much music as before, they're not going to be producing as many albums or singles in a year. Um, 
And my question to that is, why is it a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing to slow down and just go at your own pace? You know, we live in such a very fast-paced world where we're expected to do so much all at once and we're expected to do a bunch of things at the same time. And that's, I think that's really like the root cause of burnout is that you go too hard too fast and then you end up falling because like imagine like you're running on a treadmill and then you increase the speed of the treadmill so fast and then you you reach a speed where it's going too fast and then you actually end up falling off the treadmill that's what burnout to me is like um anyway it, it just in my head that's what makes the most sense to me and i think bts have been going I don't want to say that they've been going too fast. I just think that they've been going at a very high speed for a very long time. And they owe it to themselves to slow down. Not because they want to give up being BTS. Because they've made it clear that they don't want to do that. And I know people will say, oh well One Direction said the same thing. But well, I mean like I said, if you don't know BTS, if you don't follow BTS, then you're not going to believe me when I say it. But they... Do not want to give up being BTS, at least not for now. It's just the best way that I can put it, and I kept saying it to myself yesterday, is that if they want BTS to last a long time, if they want to keep being BTS for years down the road, then they need a break from it. Because you can't keep doing something for that long without taking extended periods of breaks. And I mean, it isn't to say that they haven't gotten breaks before. And like, even like, I was saying this to my friend yesterday when we were FaceTiming, like, with school. And we've been in school, like, for for literally, like, almost our whole lives. Like, I started school when I was, like, four years old. And I'm, I was 22 when I graduated from university. And I've never gotten a break from school since then. Every year, it was move on to the next grade or the next year. And you get, like, Christmas break in between. And you get two months of summer in between or i guess in university you get four months of summer but whatever you get like a couple months or a couple weeks every now and then but you're never given like a whole year where it's like you're just not in school for a whole year or more and i think that's why things like gap years we need to start normalizing those i'm on a gap year right now and i think the best way for me to understand bts's decision to take a break from their group work and focus on themselves is basically them taking a gap year the same way like students do after they finish high school or after they finish college or whatever. It's the same sort of idea is that you're not necessarily done with your education. You're not necessarily like, you know, you don't know exactly what's going to happen next. It's just that you need a break. You need a break from going so fast. You need a break from working so hard. And sometimes that break needs to be a year or two or five years long. I ended my that last episode um about the last episode that i opened up to you guys i ended that episode saying you know take take your time if it takes you two years or five years or ten years to get where you want to go that's fine you don't have to achieve everything all at once we aren't all gonna achieve the same things all at once and nowadays it's, it's expectations to do things by a certain age you know you have to get a degree by a certain age you have to finish college by a certain age you have to buy a house by a certain age you have to get married and have kids by a certain age and i think we need to get rid of that i think we need to get rid of this whole setting life up as a timeline which it's not and realizing that everybody goes at their own pace and that we're not all going to do the same things at the same time and we don't have to 
One person might get married at 23, another person might not get married at all, and that's fine. One person might get their college degree when they're 22, another might not even choose to go to college, and that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with that. I know that I've been rambling on for like over an hour now, but that's basically what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, I just really want to encourage you guys to, whatever it is that you're working on, if you are working on something... Take your time and don't feel like you need to have it all figured out. Don't feel like you need to keep going. And I say this now, like, I feel burnt out already. And I know that I have, with vet school, like, another another four years um, of school that I need to complete. And who knows what I'm going to do after that. You know, I could do more school after vet school if I really wanted to. If I want to specialize in something. Um, and for me, too, like, with things like vet school, it's... It's a very big commitment and I know like I talked to you guys like I literally was just telling you guys about how I was doubting myself after leaving my old veterinary clinic doubting whether I was meant for this profession. I took a leap of faith and I called up this new clinic that I'm currently at and I've been volunteering there since January and I can now for sure tell you and I firmly believe that veterinary medicine is for me and I've come to that conclusion because if you would ask me seven months ago I I would tell you I don't know because I felt so conflicted I did not know what I was doing I did not know what I believed in anymore I did not know whether I was making the right choices um but I mean that's the other thing is you're never you're not gonna know unless you try and so it got to a point where I was like I keep asking myself is veterinary medicine the right thing for me And the truth is, you're not going to know just by sitting and thinking about it all the time and, you know, driving yourself crazy trying to come up with an answer to that question. But the only way that you're going to find out if something's right for you is if you go ahead and do it and see what the outcome is. I decided, you know what, I don't know whether this is the right career for me, but I'm going to go and volunteer at another clinic and see what happens. And if if I will get my answer by volunteering again by picking myself back up again because I was scared I was really scared to get back up and I was really terrified to even call up another clinic like I can't even tell you like how paralyzed I felt after the incident with the the old clinic that I was at I did not want to even try I was too scared that I would experience the same thing I was scared that I would run into the same type of people that told me that I wasn't good enough um I was scared of failing I was scared of making mistakes which I did make a lot of really big mistakes when I was at the clinic that I was at before. And so I was really scared and I was too chicken to call up some other clinics immediately after I left the old one. And so I gave myself time. I was like, you know what? I don't want to directly go and find a new clinic right away after leaving this old one. I need some time for myself to think and just give myself a break because I've been going at this. I've been chasing this career I've been trying to make vet school happen for so long and I don't want to feel burnt out when I finally do start vet school I don't want to hate vet school and I think the fact that I'm sitting here right now it's been a while since I've been in school um I feel like I'm gonna be more prepared and more ready by giving myself some time away from school and time away from work And the thing is, people around you might not always understand. My mom especially 
totally doesn't really completely understand. She nags me about it almost every day now. She's like, how much longer are you going to spend not doing anything with your life? Like, how much more time are you going to waste? And that's the other thing, too, is when you're not working, when you're taking a break, you might feel like you're wasting your time. You might feel like you're being lazy. And BTS talked about this in their video yesterday as well. Specifically RM, when he was talking about, like, how he felt guilty for taking a break. He felt guilty for feeling tired and burnt out because he was scared that the fans wouldn't understand, which for the most part, I think people have been pretty supportive. I've been reading stuff online of what other BTS fans have been saying, and it looks like people are pretty supportive, but other people are not always going to understand why you make a decision to take a break or why you decide to slow down. And in the long run, breaks and slowing down are necessary. We aren't robots. We aren't meant to keep working constantly. And I think in order for us to really succeed and really live the best versions of ourselves, we need to give ourselves breaks even from the things that we love the most. Um, I know that people recently have been getting into BTS a lot more and I actually had someone at work ask me for BTS like song recommendations. Um, so. In case any of you, I don't expect any of you to, and I'm not trying to, you know, pressure you to start listening to BTS or to K-pop, but if any of you are really interested in checking out some of their music, I would really recommend the song Black Swan by BTS. Um, I would watch the music video first, and then there are some lyric videos on YouTube as well, but there are also, like, some... I believe, I don't know the name of them, but there's this one Korean guy on YouTube that creates like song analysis videos and like he kind of goes through and explains like what each of the lyrics means. B BTS uses a lot of like Korean, not slang, but a lot of Korean like metaphors and like Korean sayings that don't always translate the most accurately back to English. So, um, Definitely go listen to Black Swan because I think that song basically encompasses everything that BTS has been talking about with their break and even before the announcement of their break and it also encompasses everything that I have been talking about. Um, I'm going to try and wrap this up over the next couple minutes but I really just want to encourage you all to take things slow, don't rush anything, feel free to take as much time as you need is what I'm trying to say here. Don't, it's, I, it's easier said than done, um, obviously, but I think taking breaks from your passion, taking breaks from doing the thing that you really love the most is important because some people will just keep going and going and going to the point where they no longer love what they are passionate about. They, their passion basically dies out and it becomes a burden and I think that's kind of what BTS were trying to explain is that they've been going at this for nine years without really getting a proper break and with dealing with so much adversity and so much hate and expectations and pressure that it's become a burden to them that this this is something that they all started and wanted to do because they love music and they love each other and they love their fans but 
because they've been doing it for so long without giving themselves enough credit and not giving themselves enough time to reflect and take a break on their existing accomplishments going on and continuing their passion for music is starting to feel more like a chore than it is a passion you should never feel like your passion is a chore you should never feel like your dream is an obligation or a responsibility and i think if it ever starts to feel like that if it ever starts to feel that way where you don't where you feel like you're tired of doing something that you once loved i think that's when it's kind of time to step back slow down and give yourself a break because you don't want to end up hating it you don't want to end up absolutely giving up on it and i mean giving up on it sure some people do give up on their careers and that's fine that's entirely up to them and i respect that but i think if you're struggling to understand why something isn't as enjoyable for you why you're no longer passionate or motivated maybe it's time to give yourself a bit of a timeout and a bit of a break from working on that goal, working on that passion, and just reevaluating what it is you want to do. You kind of have to remind yourself, like, and ask yourself, like, okay, why did I actually start this? Why did I initially want to do this? And sometimes when you get so caught up in working on it, you forget, like, your initial reason for starting. So sometimes you need to just take a step back and slow down and I'd like to remind everyone that slowing down doesn't mean like giving up it just means that because you are so passionate about this thing because this is what you want to do for the rest of your life in order for you to not hate it and in order for you to not you know feel like it's a burden or a chore you need to slow down every now and then and just because you know the pace that you were going at before was a good enough pace back then you that pace will change every now and then you might need to slow down at some point you might need to pick up the pace you know, a little a little bit of a while later and that's okay too i think this is all really necessary to take breaks and to really reflect and acknowledge the progress that you've already made i've already talked about acknowledging your progress before um the this also relates to like bts's new album proof that i talked about earlier on but i really think that the reason that they put out proof which is an anthology album with a lot of existing tracks that they've made throughout the nine years is because they need to really take time to reflect they need time to learn to be a bit more proud of their work and their existing accomplishments and I think that they released this album for their fans and for themselves, but mostly for themselves, I would say. Sometimes, like, it's literally like how I said, you don't realize that you've made progress and you don't give yourself enough credit for how far you've come along. And I think BTS need to really go back and look at the road that they've come along and give themselves more credit for what they've done so far. And that, I think, is one of the steps that they need to take in order for them to reconvene and come back together as a um, seven-member group again and start making BTS music. So I really respect them and I, I really do think that they're making the right decision here. And as sad as it is, like, knowing that we're not going to get as much BTS, you know, group content for the next little while, um, 
I was hoping to see them go on tour this year because I've never been to a BTS concert and I would like to go to one because their concerts really do seem like a lot of fun. Um, but whenever that is, whether that's in a couple of years from now or you know when I'm in vet school, when I'm done vet school, um, I know that they will be back. Um, I'm not gonna listen to the people that think that they're just lying to us because like I said, if you don't follow BTS, then you don't know that they keep their word all the time. Um, but with that being said, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you guys are taking care of yourselves. Please um, take time to be proud of yourself. Take time to reflect on how far you've come in your lives. Um, thank you so much for listening as always, and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much again for your support. Bye everyone.